This is The Law School Show. Discovering the person behind the resume. Bringing you their stories and their tips on how to succeed in your legal career. Catch it all here, right now, on The Law School Show. Hi, everyone. In this episode of The Law School Show, I interview Victoria Wan. Victoria is a third-year law student at the University of Ottawa. She spent her second year and the subsequent summer working at a community legal clinic. During our conversation, we talked about how she got involved with the clinic, what sort of work she did, some challenges she faced, and how her experience affected her career decisions moving forward. A little caveat before the interview. We mentioned this during our conversation, but I want to reiterate that everyone's clinic experience is a little bit different. I myself worked as a caseworker at a clinic doing family law cases. In many ways, my experience was similar to Victoria's, but it was also different. For instance, I had carriage with supervision of my review council of my own cases. Thus, speak to upper years who have worked at clinics that you are interested in at your law school to get a more specific idea of their experiences. In general, I would say that working as a caseworker has been the most rewarding experience I ever had at law school and I would highly, highly recommend it. Tell us about yourself without talking about the law. That's probably a great question and I feel like that's something that we sometimes get in an interview. So I thought I would just talk about um, kind of my background. I grew up in Mississauga and lived in Montreal for a bit. Um, now I'm living in Ottawa for three years. I've really enjoyed the different experiences and, and I think um, Ottawa's kind of brought a new perspective for me for um, kind of in terms of politics or being more involved in social issues and well I'll have to talk a little bit about law but um, that being in a law school in Ottawa has really changed kind of where I find myself going and um, making sure that I, like I've always so I come from an international development and history background in my undergrad and um, just felt like I really wanted to make a difference and that that's what led me to law school and so just that's kind of I think being here has really shaped who I am now. That's very interesting. Did you have any idea that you would delve into working at a clinic before you started law school? Um, it was always in the back of my mind. Um, I knew I wanted to um, work with people and I, and I and I found that big law wasn't exactly what I wanted to work in a corporate firm. So I definitely tried to look for different opportunities to work with people. Um, and I know you have a question later on that's like, <laughs> that's, that's asking about like how my experiences in law school shaped where I wanted to go. So in, in first year, I tried many different things. Okay. I did, I tried out for the, uh, the law review. Um, I did, I worked with ACORN, which is a housing justice project. And so a few of those things, um, kind of shaped where I wanted to go. And then finally, the biggest thing was working with CARL, which is the Canadian Association of Refugee Lawyers. And so that was working in immigration and refugee law. And that's, that's where I had an idea I wanted to go. So it, it really helped is that how you got into immigration immigration law? Yeah, I would say so. Um, Carl was a really major part in that. And just 
part of my background before law school. I did some research in in migration and temporary uh, foreign workers. So、oh. I like I had some background. So I was like, oh, might as well try. It out, and I heard great things about the Carl U Ottawa chapter. I'm gonna go on a spiel about this, so I'm gonna stop、yeah. myself. But like,、um, well, right now I I am one of the co-presidents of Carl U Ottawa, and it's been、um, really great. And our student chapter is one of the biggest across Canada for Carl. So it's it's been we've had really good experience so far this year to get students involved, and especially students that are interested in immigration and refugee. Could you <clears throat> tell some of our listeners how, like, the mindset that you had、uh, in the process of finding out about like a legal clinic that you want to work in, applying to the legal clinic, the process? Okay.、Um, so I knew that、uh, U Ottawa had its own university clinic. So it's the University of Ottawa Community Legal or Legal Clinic.、Yeah. Um, and I know you work yeah, there as well, yeah, so I'm sure、yeah. you can have a lot of different <laughs> perspectives. So I knew that that program existed, but what I didn't know in first year was that there was a joint program、um, with the clinic course. So I actually found that out through the career fair in February、okay. that the university put on. So I talked with a lawyer who worked at Legal Aid Ontario. Um, and she told me that like she had two students from U Ottawa that are also interning. And at first, I thought maybe it was just an internship, but I found out that it was through this joint program that the university clinic also has. So, like we took the course last year,、right. um, and so there was、uh, one section for the university clinic and another section for the joint program. And、right. so that's how I found out. And what what interested me the most, and what I learned through this legal aid lawyer, was that. The community clinics had more, like you would be able to practice in immigration. I see. So that's kind of made it easy for me to choose. Oh, I'll, I'll just apply for the joint program. I'll also apply for university clinic. But I'm sure my application really showed that I wanted to go. You wanted to do something with immigration.、Then. Yeah. So,、exactly. so which clinic did you work at? So I ended up working at the Community Legal Services Ottawa Center, and that's the downtown clinic on next to Rideau Center. There's two great immigration lawyers there, Michael Bazin and Lila Demerdash,、okay. as well as other great lawyers who work there in their other areas of law. And so, one great thing was that it was super close to campus.、Yeah. Um, but the other thing was that it was such a good experience to have practical experience. I think the great thing about community clinics, and I'm sure you know that, is. They really need a lot of help from students.、Mm-hmm. They they always have so many clients coming in, and they want to help with as many cases that are、uh, possible as possible. So it's important to have students either do the research or do some of the interviewing. And I I kind of knew some of that, like that there was a need. So I thought, you know, that's going to be a great way for me to gain practical、right. experience. Um, my next question is kind of kind of a two part question. Before starting your experience there. Did you take immigration law, or did you have like any sort of like do do any sort of research or any preparation before you started?、Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I'm actually taking immigration law right now in、oh, third、yeah. year.、Um, it's kind of a bad excuse, and it's like my own personal story. But basically, the the like seminar that we had to take for the clinic course、uh-huh. was at the same time as the immigration、oh, course last year, and I feel like maybe they changed it. I'm not sure, but and then another reason was like just. Fitting in all my credits for the fall semester, I just couldn't take the clinic and also take an immigration course. I see, I see. And so、um, I told my supervisors that going in, and they knew that I was only in second year. 
And so there was me and another student that was working with the two immigration lawyers, um, Savannah Gentile. Um, And uh, so we both hadn't actually taken the course, but we had some experience. uh, Either for me, it was researching with Carl, um, but a lot of it ended up being on the job training. And that was probably a big thing of what I learned. And what sort of um, duties did you have as a caseworker there? Okay. Um, so I guess one point is that I was able to work eight months as uh, through the clinic course, so mm-hmm. as the intern, and then I was able to stay on for the summer. And so those two experiences were a little bit different. Okay. Um, as a clinic student during school, I mostly did research for humanitarian and compassionate applications, um, helped with affidavits and um, helped with any research and compiling uh, application records. So that was um, probably a bit more of the practical side of immigration and a bit more of the paperwork. But I think I still was able to balance it during the school year, um, where I also was able to meet with clients um, and then help them draft their affidavits. And those, the two, even the research and then the drafting, I think were two very different things that I hadn't done before. Right. Um, so it was a steep learning curve. And then the other type of drafting I did was submission. So it's the final you know, arguments that we would send to immigration officers saying why there are these exemptions for this client on humanitarian compassionate grounds. And I think like those were the main three things I think that I was working on during the school year, but so it wasn't as much interviewing and intake as you would have at the university clinic, but I think it still shaped and it still helped me learn how to learn on my feet um, throughout the process. And what was was the difference um, when you became a summer student there? So the difference was that I was fortunate to get hired on to work on the other areas of the clinic, so in the school year, I was only working in immigration. Okay. Um, so then once I got into the summer, I did get to do more intake. Um, and I also worked in landlord-tenant and public benefits, so ODSP oh, work. Um, so that was a whole different ball game. And I at, at the community clinics in Ottawa, so there's two other locations. There's South Ottawa and West End. Mm-hmm. And so they take turns going to the landlord-tenant board to do duty counsel. So that's another thing that I got to take on in the summer. So you were duty counsel? Well, I was supervised by duty counsel oh, okay. or I was supervised by, okay. by my lawyers at the clinic. But yes, I got to go to the landlord-tenant board every two weeks or so and meet with tenants who had hearings or had scheduled, uh, well, usually they are hearings, but whether it actually goes to hearing is, depends. For those other areas of law that you uh, got to uh, dabble in mm-hmm. in the summer, did you take courses in the, in the second year, or were you just going there? Yeah, so this is probably a theme <laughs> in uh, in the way I learn things. Uh, I like to jump in, I guess, head, right. head first. So I no, I didn't take a landlord and tenant course, unfortunately, which is taught by Diane Wade, the duty oh, counsel yeah. lawyer, right? Okay, um, at U Ottawa, so. Uh, so I know I hadn't taken that, and I don't believe there's a direct course for ODSP work, but it might be... another I know of. Yeah, there. but it might be under, like... It, it. I find that a lot of the work in community legal clinics, it's just more interesting to learn as you're going. 
So what helped was like, for example, landlord tenant, um, for duty council, I would just be sitting in for most of it in the first month or so, um, just to learn how do you interact with clients? How do you gather the information? And you have a lot of, well, sorry, they're not clients. They're just intake, mm-hmm. um, tenants. Um, but basically how do you, you do only have a short time because you have many other people coming in that day. How do you make sure you get the information you need and be able to provide them the information they need for that day? So that's one thing that I learned. And then the other thing that helped me develop more knowledge of landlord-tenant is that there was also intakes by phone call. So um, it actually happened every week. And so there were three lawyers in the summer um, that I would help with on their intake days, so three days a week. And um, so some of it would deal with immigration, if, if that's their specialty, but all, all of them dealt with landlord-tenant. So um, if, if we had tenants come in with calls and um, they just wanted some information, perhaps they, they were closer to our area or they knew about our clinic first, so they didn't go to the university clinic initially, um, we would just provide them general information. Um, the funny thing is, like, because we do represent tenants when there's eviction, um, we don't actually bring on the tenant application. So say they have a complaint against the landlord, we actually refer them to the university uh, clinic because they had they had more people and more resources. Right. So it was kind of funny throughout the summer how I had to make a lot of referrals. <laughs> so what would you say was the biggest challenge that you had to deal with during your experience last year? Okay. I think some of the biggest challenges was probably having to learn um, on the go and learn on the job. I think that was um, kind of a very important part of, like, it was a steep learning curve, especially once I got into the summer where I was learning, um, like, more about ODSP work and landlord-tenant, and I hadn't done that before. Um, So I think it was important to both make sure that I'm talking with my supervisors, making sure I'm getting the right answers, but also doing some of the research in advance for myself to understand. And then another challenge for me was just, and I I didn't really see this over, over the school year when I was only working in immigration because immigration files do take a long time to get resolved. But I saw with ODSP work and landlord-tenant is how, like this, this can be said a lot for uh, clinic work, is that it's very emotionally tiring or there's kind of an emotional fatigue and where you are like people's homes or their financial resources from ODSP is their everything. So I think I like, especially by the end of the summer, I was dealing with some cases that I felt like I had nothing I could do for them. Mm-hmm. Like we just kept, we were able to make some delays, but it's just the system, there wasn't any way that we could support them. And it was all by the discretion of like, say the ODSP worker or or the director. And there's only so much that we could do. But thankfully, I know that in terms of that case, um, it's still, she still has her home for now. So that's good. And it's, I think it's just, that's, one of the more difficult parts that I ended up having. This question is more about when you, you were at school, when you were at the clinic. So um, how did you deal with um, balancing your clinic work with your school work? Mm-hmm. Um, so clinic, 
especially at the university clinic, I'm sure you know, um, we, we were supposed to work 10 hours a week. And with the course in the fall, there's the three-hour seminar, so that's yeah. a lot. I was fortunate that I did a student-proposed internship in the summer oh, of my first okay. year, so I t- did smart. have one less course. Yeah. And I kind of like was planning that, but um, we only found out whether we got into the clinic like later in the summer. Yeah. So that was just like a luck for me. So I did have one ex- less course and that helped. Another great thing is like doing clinic work, you don't have an exam. So yeah. it's just, you just have to be consistent with your work. Um, and it just, it just felt like a job. And it was, it was like, there was a few hours every week that I would just block off like a say a morning or a full day to get my 10 hours and thankfully at the at the at my clinic um there wasn't really a need to do too much overtime it was just like okay you'll just do it next week and stuff and there wasn't a lot of intake so it it was like kind of managing my own schedule so that probably was a bit more helpful did you did you have any like instances because I had a few instances when I was a as a caseworker where an emergency popped up and you had to rush off to the clinic to address it like did mm-hmm. that happen for you uh thankfully it didn't and i think it might have to do with who's actually carrying the file okay. so at, at my clinic a lot of the the lawyer is the one who actually carries the file and we're just supporting them i see, I see. um and then but maybe later on in the summer like that might have been different if i was carrying some of my own files any any success stories that you would like to share um <sighs> I would like to say I can think of some off the top of my head, but I'm just blanking. Um, Well, I think um, some of, just in general, some of the successes that I feel like I've had was when clients do come back and make sure that they know how much they appreciate our work. And for some of them, it's, they're sharing very personal stories, like say it's for immigration, it's, it's their whole life story. Say it's for like they're sponsoring their spouse, so they're telling their love story, telling how their relationship was developed and why they're like so hurt by being separated because they're not able to sponsor them uh, immediately, at least. So I think some of the successes is just that um, how how I've learned some skills to become a better lawyer and an advocate and be a better listener when when I'm interviewing with clients and developing. A trusting relationship and so I think that's maybe a general comment on, on some successes and so from your experiences what would you say is the biggest thing you've learned about what it's like to being a lawyer I think I can uh, think to my supervisors they've been really great role models for not only the practical side which is having to manage many many case files um, client files at the same time but also how to make sure that the clients feel respected and listened to. I know that, you know, for for all of my lawyers, when they do have a successful case, the clients come back. Sometimes they're very emotional and, mm-hmm. or, and they leave gifts and stuff, and it's just because of how impactful that work is. So I think that's something that I've always looked for in, in my f- future legal career, so I... <laughs> I'm hoping that that happens to me as well. I know we talked about this before, but uh, you're going back uh, to article there, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I'm going back to article at a community legal okay. clinic, but it's actually in Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because my home is in Toronto, okay. so I, I was oh, applying there. Is um, it still working in the same 
area? Yeah, it would it would generally be the same area. Um, so I'll be working at the Rexdale Community oh, Legal cool. Clinic. Um, and so it will it'll be really similar experiences, but the difference is the neighborhood is is probably a little bit different, and so. I think I'll get to meet a lot more different right. kinds of clients. So what what sort of experiences that you gained last year affected your decision to article at a at a mm-hmm. clinic back home? So I, I think I've had a lot of experiences at school in terms of working with great immigration lawyers uh, through Carl and also at the clinic that I found. Um, I wanted to make sure that it's something that I want to work in. So I, I thought, you know, if I article, I'll get more experience because I, in, through the clinic course, I got a lot of, you know, research and drafting experience, but it wasn't until the summer that I got to actually do intake and carry my own files. So I thought I needed to try that out right. more. I So obviously by the sound of how I'm saying that, it's it, I'm not certain whether a clinic career is is uh, what I'll continue on afterwards but I think it's something that I can de- learn and develop and and also in Toronto I think I'll be able to develop more contacts right um, once I am working in a community do you think you'll be working in immigration though even regardless of whether it's be at a clinic setting or a private setting um, I definitely do enjoy a lot of the immigration work and I'm still trying to figure out, like, this this year I'm taking a lot of different courses. I'm taking employment law. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Taking that on Saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, I really want to take that because that's another area of law that community legal clinics are starting to right. develop in. So I think, like, I haven't had practical experience in it yet, but I think it's, it's another possible uh, avenue. As well, I've been taking Kim Pate's prison law class, which is a is it's not really in com- the community legal clinic setting, but I think there's um, I don't want to pigeonhole myself, and I, I do fair. really enjoy yeah. immigration, but I think I'm just I'm still starting out, so I think I, I have an opportunity to try out different things. Wonderful. And so my last question is, um, if you could go back in time, what would you tell your younger self to help her p- prepare? for her clinic experience? So I would tell myself to try on as many opportunities as I can to make sure I find a balance. So a lot of my clinic work was between me and the other student interns, so it depends on who has more time to work on files. So if I was able to do my research faster, I could take on more files. Um, And so I think it's about a balance, but also making sure that you're you're, you have a higher level of thinking of like what kind of opportunities of work are you looking for. Um, and the other thing is um, I was attending a few um, Access to Justice seminars by David Wiseman and and Anne Lebesque, Lebesque sorry. Um, and so they were talking about how in clinic work, like a lot of it is there's so much uh, work and there's so much stress involved. Um, because you're, you're seeing all these clients and um, there's just ongoing work throughout the day. You have clients coming in or you have to work on files that I found that I wasn't really taking a step back sometimes. Mm-hmm. And actually, like it sounds kind of maybe cliche or whatever, but 
kind of actually examining like how how well am I doing what can I do better and kind of reflecting on that because I think that I just kept going and going and going and it was only four months in the summer where it was like real like clinic work rather than just like research and I felt it was not only like it became more tiresome and I couldn't I kind of maybe lost sight a little bit in terms of what am I trying to get out of this and how can I best help these people? Like it just became a lot of work by at a certain point. So I right. think it's important to keep a balance. And so that's, that's the same for law school to kind of right, right. not just be focused on all the work, but also trying to find the balance and see, see the bigger picture. Wonderful. Any uh, final tips uh, would you have for any students you're interested in clinic work? Yeah, any final tips? I would say that if you're, if the reason you came to law school was to help people, and even if um, you don't see clinic work in your future, I think it's such an important way to gain practical experience, um, especially at U Ottawa. There's so many different types of clinics popping up. There's the business uh, law clinic. There's environmental clinic. I think there's a health clinic now. Um, and you heard here. Um, pr- Professor um, Kim Pate or Senator Kim Pate is open is thinking about doing a bail clinic oh, next cool. semester, um, so that's a very unique opportunity to be able to work with her, right, um, yeah. and to be able to make a meaningful uh, impact while you're in law school because like that's what we're supposed to be there for in the end as as lawyers to be able to help people. Yeah, wonderful. And on that note, uh, I want to thank you, Victoria, for taking the time to um, talk about your experiences and uh, many of your points, I'm sure, will be very, very useful for um, first-year and second-year law students who are considering a clinic experience. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You've just been listening to The Law School Show. You can find all our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or at our website at thelawschoolshow.com. If you liked what you heard, like us again on Facebook and get the latest updates from The Law School Show. Career advancing advice, right to your earbuds.